Hello, and welcome back to the Liberty Wall podcast. We are your hosts, Candace Pedraza and Jess Reinhardt. We both definitely don't want to talk about the WNBA <laughs> finals, but that's what we're here to do. <laughs> Oi. Uh, we already talked about game one. Obviously, that was a New York loss after a pretty solid first half from them. They just completely fell apart in the second half. We were anticipating a little bit more fight from them. Game two, complete opposite of that happened. And unfortunately, they only played one good quarter the entire game. Um, John Quell Jones was amazing. I do not think that I could say that for anybody else, unfortunately. The closest I would say is probably Stewie. And even then, a little questionable. Um, yeah, I mean, the backcourt has been not to mince words but like they've been pretty disappointing or pretty mm-hmm. horrific depending on how you look at it <laughs> um vegas's backcourt has been amazing they've really had like no challenge um they've just been completely like slicing apart the team chelsea gray jack young are like battling it out for finals mvp right now <laughs> along with asia wilson um and now game three is headed to Brooklyn. It could potentially be their last game of the season, or they could extend the series, but no team has ever come back from being down 2-0 in the WNBA Finals. Jess, I would love mm. to hear your thoughts. Would you Would you actually? I, well, yeah. <laughs> when um, Kia Stokes starts hitting threes, like... It's kind of feels like it's a wrap. And then they decided to play with our emotions. And that one good quarter you were talking about was the second quarter. And it was like, all right, hold on a second here. Let's go. Like they they pulled within, was it eight? I, I think the mm-hmm. smallest gap was six, but at halftime it was eight. Um, and you just thought, all right, if they just come out in the second half, do what they just did, they'll be all right. And they did not. Um, uh, basically the script flipped. Second quarter was 25 to 14 in favor of the Liberty. Third quarter, 28 to 13 for the Aces. And it was pretty much a wrap from there. Um, but also like fandom is a sickness because part of me was like hold on they just had that huge second quarter like could they do it again in the fourth quarter but yeah there was just I don't know like it was just bad I don't even like (laughs) it was just just terrible yeah JJ was as you said incredible slew slew just looks old I hate to say it, but like, Sloot dribbled the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had to sit back and like laugh at that point. I was just like, I, I don't know what is going on. Like, truly, I don't know if it's just like, it's been a long season. They've played an extra game because of the Commissioner's Cup. They've gotten all the way to the finals and like, she just is tired, which is like completely fine. Like, I get like, this season takes a toll on you, but some of the, just the decision, even, and it's not just that she's not shooting. It's like some of the decision-making and 
her body language like they panned to the bench when she went to the bench after I think it was after she dribbled it out she it was either after she dribbled out of bounds or gave up the ball or something they like panned to the bench and I think it was Dolson that was like trying to get her to like or some someone was trying to get her to like high five them and stuff and be like you know it's good and like at first, like, Sloot, like, wouldn't, and I had a feeling that, like, if Twitter caught that, they were gonna, like, blow it out of proportion, so, like, I purposely kept watching in the background, and she did eventually, like, dap him up or whatever, but, like, I just feel like the energy was just so shitty. Yeah, like, I had no words after that game, like, it just felt, like, just embarrassing, almost, Yeah, to watch, just because it was, like, you are in the finals, you were clearly so good that you were able to make it to this point and you aren't even really putting up a fight as a team because JJ, JJ has put up a fight in both these games. She has Mm -hmm. been incredible. Um, Her energy has been exactly the type of energy that the entire team needs to be playing with, which is just very aggressive, very gritty, very, I'm going to, you know, fight for every possession pretty much, especially if you're down. And mm-hmm. it just didn't feel like anyone else was on that type of time. Um, and that was what was working in the second quarter, was that everyone sort of started to pick up that energy a little bit. It was getting a little bit more physical. They were feeding JJ. When she didn't have a shot, she was able to find other teammates. Um, but then it's also just a matter of like what happened to how great of a three-point shooting team you were that, yeah. during the year. What happened yeah. to being such an amazing offense like forget your defense like we always knew that their defense had to click they had a great stretch of games post all-star break where they finally did start to Mm -hmm. but you should at least be able to score at a similar clip to vegas um Mm -hmm. their defense is amazing too but you're barely like at some point during a game i think they had like 58 points i was like i wouldn't be surprised if they ended with this <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised that they didn't score again because it was just like painful yeah and some of it like I like there was a Stewie three that literally like went in and out like it just like nothing painful. was going their way um I, yeah I yeah know. so maybe it is a matter of like getting home and doing all that um who kn- like I don't I don't know Maybe yeah. Stewie's wife needs to have their baby, so there's something to be happy about, and then <laughs> they can all be like, "Yay, baby!" And then, yeah, yay, let's sure. win. I don't know. The vibes <laughs> just need to like they switch need somehow, and it's not going to be low chem. They need to figure it out. It's not. Gonna be- <laughs> She's not here to save them. Sadly, <laughs> um, yeah, no. The yeah. in terms of like adjustments, like I think we talked about that after game one where it was just like just play any sort of defense on their backcourt maybe just a little like a li- just something because they are getting blown by um Sloot especially um but Sab in game two I think was worse on that end than in game one in game one it didn't feel like she was getting beat super often but then game two I think there was like mm-hmm. a Skylar a Skylar Diggins uh Smith tweet where she was like they're using her like she's yeah. very obviously the 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 ploy or the not the ploy she's very obviously the the bait yeah um for vegas's offense like that's not good like you never 
want to see a professional athlete right <laughs> watching the game and i wonder like, like well maybe i guess i mean vegas was shooting the crap out of the ball too so maybe but like do you try to go to like the zone or something like they did against connecticut like yeah something i think that that would be something that they should explore like especially in a do or die game like you might as well try everything that you can to try yeah. to throw vegas off um i i think that there's a better chance that they come out swinging than not i think that yeah. the comfortability like you said being home is going to spark the offense i i honestly don't think they're gonna get swept i know it might sound wild considering yeah and I kept having to remind myself how we were saying, like, if they just, I think the problem is of how they lost and how badly they lost, but like, yeah, we were like going to be ecstatic if they got out of there with one win. So yeah. you got, but yeah. you have, you have to at least win one at home. Like yeah. you have to. I think, I think there's a very good chance that they do. I don't see this team getting swept. Like we have seen very often this season. I mean, actually, no, we've never seen them lose twice in a row, but we've no. seen them, you know, come off of losses and, and look spectacular many times. Um, and that sparked extended runs over multiple games of just excellent play on both ends of the floor. So I think that there is a very good chance that if they do win Sunday, I still have a little bit of faith um, in their ability to push it to five. Um, I think we will know in the first quarter um how how it's gonna how it's gonna turn out because i I don't see i don't see them recovering again from the type of onslaught no (laughs) no i don't Um, like it's just not gonna happen i don't think i look forward to it i think it'll be fun do or die games are also always very intense um especially it's on your home floor you don't want to get embarrassed you don't want to see them celebrating on your home floor that's like an extra layer of embarrassment <laughs> an extra layer of motivation to to make sure that it doesn't happen um yeah. so yeah that should be interesting um i think we see more marine honestly um i know she's like also a defensive liability but at least she could score exactly like Sloot was not lo- like not even looking at the basket yeah and at a certain point i talk to my dad about this a lot like even if you're not a great shooter, you have to take those shots because it at least keeps the defense, it keeps them honest. Um, at least one or two of them, even if they don't get go in, they'll at least be one more step closer to you when you catch the ball because of that risk. If they're able to pack it in against Sloot, like then nothing else is opened up. Like she yeah. was like she couldn't even make like she, she couldn't even make lay a layup. Layup. Laney missed one too. Like, yeah, Laney did yeah. look better. Um, but she was still four for fifteen from the floor. Oh, and two for nine <laughs> from three. Well, yeah, yeah. With Laney and Sab, I feel less like worried in terms of them finding their footing on offense. With Sloot, it's like I think this is what we're gonna get, and that's yeah. why I think Marine becomes so important in this series because that is somebody that. If she gets the consistency on the floor, she's going to hit at least three three-pointers more, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but they also really do need Sab um, to start cooking on that end as well um, to make up for the the defense that she's, mm-hmm. been, that she's been giving. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I look forward to it. And I think, I, I would hope 
they avenge like that amazing game from JJ. Like I'm still yeah, not exactly over how ridiculous she was. Um, we'll see. We shall see. Do you have any final thoughts before that? <sighs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Game Sunday at three. I'll be hustling back to the city to get there. Nice. Um, do you want to mention, unfortunately, it's at the same time as the Liberty game, but I was trying to set the women's college basketball attendance record, kind of like Nebraska did for volleyball earlier this year. Yeah. That's going to be on Big Ten Network. It's just an exhibition, um, but it's on Big Ten Network also at 3 o'clock. But as the WNBA season is wrapping up, college basketball is ramping up and so that'll be something cool to check out if people want to do a little dual screen action on oh, yeah. sunday that should be fun yeah i'm trying to catch more uh i'm interested as, well i mean if the men can play on like a carrier ship hopefully <laughs> it's not too windy in the football field that that's what i'm most like curious about really yeah um how, I think how Caitlin's threes are gonna look outside, but uh, it, it it's gonna be dope. They're gonna get to um, I don't know how familiar you are with like Iowa football and stuff, but they do the wave to the um. There's a children's hospital, like the children's hospital is right next to the football arena. So mm-hmm. during every game, they do the wave, and like kids will be at the windows of the hospital looking out, watching the game, and like wave back. And nice. so they're gonna get to do that. Um with the with the girls basketball team so it's gonna be dope so i'll probably have that on my phone while at the game honestly (laughs) um at least for a little bit just to see what it looks like but yeah hopefully the vibes at barclays are good maybe i'll get my like sixth rally towel or whatever it is (laughs) yeah um uh and yeah i just i i think there'll be good energy though you know the, the crowd has really showed out these these playoffs. Hopefully, um, they're not discouraged, and oh, hopefully, they just shoot the ball well. Yeah, if they if they could just make their open shots, like this would be a very different series. Um, yeah, if not yeah. wins, I would say the score would at least be a little bit at more least a shootout where it's like yeah, yeah, like closer to the nine high nineties hundreds that Vegas has been consistently putting up um yeah but yeah i have nothing else to say other than i just i i want them to show up <laughs> that would be Please. awesome oh um, god like laid in laid on them um the first quarter that would be dope um and i think that would turn the momentum in a pretty significant way and i just i i hope this goes to five i still do um but yeah that's pretty much it um mm-hmm. But if you guys have any questions ahead of game three, you know where to find us on Twitter at the Seafoam Wall. But that is it for us for this episode. Again, I'm Candice Pedraza, joined by Jess Reinhardt, and we will catch you guys ideally recapping a win for game three and (laughs) previewing game four. Um, (laughs) And if either way, we will we will do something. (laughs) But all right. Goodbye.